This is a Podfire production. On this episode of the 2% Podcast, we talk to DJ Tom Bromley, the DJ we all know and love from the Gold Coast. And we talk about his uh, life and his festival. Uh, I just want milk to taste like real milk. This tastes like full cream milk. And only 2% fat. <laughs> What is up, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the third episode of the 2% Podcast. Once again, my name is Liam. My name is Jeremy. And together, we are 2%. So, Jez, you want to take us through the agenda for today? Yeah, we'll just, we might just introduce Tom first. Introduce Tom. Yeah, yeah. We do have a special guest we, we on have the a podcast. Thanks Tom for having Morgan. me. So, Tom is our DJ friend. He's kind of cool sometimes. Um, Most of the time, he's definitely not cool. Yeah, definitely not. We take him on a few adventures. Actually, he takes us on a few adventures to the uh, clubs. Yeah, get around me. Gets us a few free drinks. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. I want to talk about the agenda for the, the podcast today. He's going to speak about his DJ career and his festival he's got. We might get into Formula One and maybe, if we're lucky, we might get into his sporting careers. But who knows? We might not be lucky enough. You can't um, fit all of that into an hour. It's too much. So, Tom... Um, how did you and Liam meet? Good question, actually. Um, so I'm pretty sure he asked me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I think we met at South Sharks at footy. Yeah, I was always like, you were like part of the really cool sort of group. Yeah, still am. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I don't think it was at footy that when we met. I think, I think it was at Cooper's Australia Day party that we kind of like hit it off. And I know there was a, a couple of them, but... My my first memory is you and me sitting on the bench at training at, at Southport Sharks and we like became friends and I was like, Oh yeah, he's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, shit, I'm talking to a cool DJ. <laughs> I mean, that's a bit of luck, isn't it, Jez? And then I think it kinda Tom joined our sort of friendship group. The Xbox party. Yep. <laughs> Shout out Trent Glover. Yeah. <laughs> that's the way most of us met Tom. Just sitting on Xbox. Yeah. Didn't see him for the first six months of meeting him, but um it wasn't six months before was we a, met Tom. It was a while. It was a while. It yeah. was a, a while. <laughs> <laughs> so, Tom, what was what was your life growing up, mate? What like schools did you go to? What what were your grades? In, in before we start about this topic, I absolutely cop it at home. Um, I get told I'm dumb because I don't didn't go to a private school. Yes, <laughs> and false. <laughs> yes, I'm one of the smartest Correct. at home. Okay, well, there's three of us, so you're in top three. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a big achievement. I'll take one. We've got a guy that goes to uni. Oh, he oh. doesn't go. It's <laughs> a bit like what you used to do, Liam. I know. But look at me now. I'm not going anymore, am I? So can we get back to what, um, okay, what Tom's life was like? Yeah, yeah sorry. Um, where do I start? I was born in Melbourne. I'll just follow on from your... Um, Episode one podcast, which I thoroughly enjoyed. Good, good. Uh, yeah, I was born in Melbourne. Uh, moved to the Gold Coast when I was three. Been here ever since. Um, down in Runaway Bay. Shout out mum and dad. Uh, free living for until now. Unfortunately, I had to, no rent. I had to move in with Liam, uh, which has been interesting. It's been hell. Um, Loves a chip next to the sink. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll just uh, quickly add to that. I was getting ready this morning to come here and there was... A single chip next to our sink in the bathroom. Just saving it for life. Can later. I ask you what flavour that chip was? Light and tangy. Light, <laughs> a light and tangy chip next to the sink. Just one. Uncrushed. Just sitting next to the sink. Yeah. Did you hear about last night? No. Oh, lucky. <laughs> does it involve light and tangy chips? It does, yeah. It does light and tangy chips. Well, I can already imagine. So, uh, yeah, other than the chip, um, went to St. Francis... Uh, primary school in Runaway Bay, right across from the house. You know, I've never heard of that. Yeah, neither. Right across <laughs> the road from mum and dad's house. Nice. Uh, and then I went to Trinity Lutheran College in Ashmore up until grade 12. Uh, and then, yeah, took two years off. Realistically, just couldn't be bothered doing anything. Like, yeah, yep. Shout out mum and dad, didn't, weren't a fan of that. Uh, and then now I am doing a few tunes, 
couple events, couple of couple Telstras, and we'll oh that's right. We'll, we'll get into your events and your DJ and your cool stuff first. Ah, uh, sorry, later in the show, but Big um, one. bit of Telstra, hey? Yes, good internet, great internet. Recommend it to everyone. Yep, if you want internet, come and see me. Shout out Stockland's Telstra. Yeah, come find me. <laughs> <laughs> also on your school now. Back in the day, I heard you were a little menace. Um, you know, you did some things. It was a bit small. <laughs> <laughs> you did some things that uh, might have got you in trouble at school. Would you like to go through some of those events or? Um, bit of, bit of gloating. I don't know if this is a gloat. Parents weren't happy. I had a scholarship at school. Sporting excellence. Another sport X. We've got two here. Yep. Oh, well, mine was private school, so it counts. And mine was public and it was way better. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And uh, I got that scholarship taken away from me uh, for doing Silly Salmon in its prime on a desk <laughs> during a test. And the head of sport happened to be walking past while I did it. Uh, on so. a desk during a test is the new motto of this show, <laughs> just by the way. Get that tattooed. <laughs> we will. Yeah. Um, odds on? Yeah. Sweet. Now, I mean, that's unfortunate, Tom, that, you know, your parents weren't too happy. But you got to live life. You do. And this is... This chicks loved it. Chicks loved it. Chicks loved it. Where are you now with the chicks? Not not very good, I hear. Oh, okay. I'm getting more than you. <laughs> <laughs> not part of the shaggers, are you? I am part of the shaggers, all right. <laughs> um, so enough about the schooling career, you know. I think we'll stop there before it gets way out of hand. Your DJing career, mate. Now, like, where did you start? Where did you, what age did you sort of want to get into it? I'll tell you how it started. I don't think I've told you guys how this started yeah, everything. It's all news. I was grade 11, sitting in the back of maths. I remember exactly where I was, sitting in the back corner of class, same normal seat as usual, headphones in, scrolling Facebook, video pops up of a DJ playing at some festival. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'll watch this. Will Sparks, 30-second clip. That was it. Now I'm famous as. That's <laughs> the whole story. <laughs> it's a great story. It seems pretty boring what you did in uh, private school compared to our public school where we were sitting in corners playing land games of Minecraft together. Yeah, I'm a bit jealous. I've I've always wanted to play Trackmania. Yeah, great game. Yeah. So I'm uh, spinning very easy to get in trouble. You just deep dive into your laptop and don't know the teacher's coming. But So I'm guessing that you looked up to Will Sparks then? I did. Right. Was that your most inspirational person? I know you watched him for 30 seconds on Facebook, but was there anyone else that you, you know... You're like, I want to... Nah. Just Will Sparks. <laughs> yeah, just Will Sparks. Who doesn't want to be Will Sparks? Me. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, nah, that was when I was like, I think I was like 16. So like, it was a fanboy, big time. And mm. then as soon as I left school and started doing all the other stuff, you know, grow up a little bit. Right. Yeah. So where'd you start DJing? So what, you, the one place you played at every weekend? Well, I was doing, I was doing parties every weekend before I turned 18. It's party time all the time with Tom. Yeah, cheers, mate. And um, I was doing parties, uh, which was cool. Met heaps of people, uh, which I'm still friends with now. A few girls? A uh, couple girls, oh. yes. I was a slayer. <laughs> um, and then I was at Platinum Nightclub. I got... Actually, I'll, I'll tell you the story. I entered a schoolies DJ competition mm. on SoundCloud, and mm. they only picked the top 10. I think 100-something people entered, and I got in the top 10. And I found out while I was at school and I was like sitting in the back of the class. I was like, fuck yeah. And um, I went and did that live competition on the beach at schoolies. Won that. Got a thousand bucks cash. Uh, and then I got taken out to cocktails by the Bombs Away guys. as like celebration. It was my first time like proper clubbing. Um, I'd only been 18 for like two days. And then uh, they took me out. And then I walked out of the club to text my mum. So like tell her I was all right because like I'd never been out before. Get reception on my phone. Owner of Platinum Nightclub texted me, offering me a job. I was there for three and a half years after that. Every wow. single weekend. Don't you wish your career sort of started as lucky as that? What it's career? It's not lucky. C career in what? DJ. Podcasting. <laughs> I wouldn't mind, you know, getting our podcast. So imagine like that, being famous for a podcast. And then we could do like YouTube videos. You could. Yeah. You won't, but you could. Oh, he I really want to. wants to. <laughs> I want to. I reckon so we've got some challenges that... I'll give you some work to do. Tom, over your, your young career, I'd say more short career. 
Um, where was your favourite place to play? Um, out of all the events that you've that done. Yeah, I've been, been to a few of them with you because I've been your number one support, I guess, for your whole... Yeah, Liam, Liam has been a supporter. Yeah. He has been a supporter. supporter. Not my favourite one, but a supporter. <laughs> yeah, cheers. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> my favourite place that I've played a show at, either the Met in Brisbane... That main room there. That's yeah, it. I remember that. I got some videos. I was taking videos yep. of you backstage. Yeah, Liam did come with me. Or I played a festival in Darwin. Come on, Darwin! Yeah! yeah. yeah. Shout out, Jeremy. And Shout the out, Darwin. 40 Cousins. Oh. Oh. Oh, I'm getting a phone call. Can't answer that live on the potty. Sorry about that. Uninterrupted. I'll speak to him. Uh, <laughs> it was your mate, actually. <laughs> I can't read that. Oh, shout out Zalberg. <laughs> um, yeah, otherwise, a festival in Darwin. That was um, That's sick. Um, Get around Darwin, great place. Very yeah, hot. Very, very, very hot. A lot of dangerous animals. Jeremy didn't warn me before I went there. As soon as I took a step off the plane, flamethrower to the face. The Hottest feeling, place I've ever been to. The feeling is, uh, it, I don't even know what it is. It's just so great. You just step off the cold plane to gushing hot air rushing through your hair. It's fucking unreal. so sticky. It is disgusting. It's just weird, I reckon. What? Darwin. Just odd. Yeah, like, so are you. Yeah, I know that. But you like, fit in, mate. <laughs> yeah, I did actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, and if you sweat really badly, unfortunately it hits you two times as hard now. No, no, if you sweat, that's good because when you get a cold breeze, it's fucking freezing. I don't know if that's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, any cold breeze out there, mate. <laughs> well, any breeze. There's none. Shout out to the breeze. <laughs> <laughs> Just like there's no hills. Just like your trees, Jez. We'll get onto your landscaping. Did your parents soon. ever make you open the windows because there was a breeze coming through instead of having the aircon on? Yeah, all the time. Yeah, disgusting. It's My kids bullshit. won't be getting that if I have them. Oh, no way. <laughs> I love the AC. It's a. Oh. It's actually a talking point. Yeah. At this, at this stage, you know, two of us like the AC, one don't. Shout <laughs> out Cooper Cook. Yeah, shout <laughs> out Cooper. Um, Big fan of the AC. Massive fan. Actually, he did... Asked if I wanted to turn it on last night. Oh, well, changed man. Yeah. It was Love good. It. Except before you fell asleep after the um, footy game finished? Yeah, can I quickly just touch on that? Yeah, it's not good, is it? So I've been um <laughs> been playing a bit of tennis <laughs> lately. Big fan. Uh, shout out Nick Kyrgios, good mate. Um, all week, Liam has been saying to me, are you watching the first round game of AFL? And I said, no. One, because I don't really care about Melbourne Bulldogs. And two, I had a tennis court booked. And all week I've been facing backlash from both of them at home, but majority Liam, uh, for not watching this first game with them. I get home from tennis just before the fourth quarter starts where the game is split by two points and Liam is asleep in bed. So you tell me, who's the fan? <laughs> Was that in I'm the coin I'm bed? How many I'm coins I'm are in that bed I'm as well? idea. I uh, ate an edible last night. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm full greened out. <laughs> My head was over the Actually, toilet. Liam had a bucket next to his bed when I went in there when I got home. Yeah. I was just wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> yeah, I full greened out last night and didn't make it to half time. <laughs> <laughs> that explains the chip. Yeah, that explains, that explains the chip. chip. <laughs> Should have come to tennis. Should have come to tennis. Uh, yeah, I won't be doing that again. That's for sure. Tom. Jeremy. What's your favourite music genre? And what is also your favourite festival you've been to? My favourite music genre is like disco pop. Disco pop? I love Dua Lipa. Oh, who doesn't? I love Dua Lipa. Banging tunes. She's Katy Perry. Unreal. Oh, bit of raw? Bit of raw. No, I'm a, I'm a birthday guy. Oh, yeah. Great song. I'm a Dua Lipa fan as well. Yeah, I'm a fan of her music and her. I'm just a fan of her, yeah. But if you have to be both, I'm happy to be, be yeah, both. Yeah, you can yeah. join the club. Yeah, sweet. Festival. Festival that Bring I've been to? You just just your favourite festival. Like as a punter? Like me going there or playing? Uh, you go. Actually, we'll do both. Your yeah, favourite festival well, the, that you've the, played yeah, at? The, the one in Darwin the one is in definitely Darwin. my favourite. Yep. Um, favourite one I've been to? Not playing, just as a... I went to Festival X in Melbourne for my 21st birthday. I went with three other people. Um... They didn't enjoy it, but I did. I don't like going in the crowd, so I kind of just sat back in the grandstand with some great tunes being played. Yeah, that... <laughs> ripping time. That does explain a bit. Tom's more of a watcher. Yeah, no, he's he's a big D&M guy. 
when, yeah. when he loves, goes loves out. Loves a chat. Yeah, so like we'll go out basically asylum most weeks and um, Tom will Tom will get a booth because Tom will sort it for us. Thanks, Tom. Shout out, Tom. Shout, shout out, out Asylum. Tom. Yeah, we don't go into no clubs without a booth. Exactly right. And Shout out know, Dean too. Shout out Dean. Shout out Dean, yeah. Um, the booth sort of sort of thing, it's it's a magnet to get chicks for you. Um, no, just for you. No, I, I just like to be away from people. I understand that, but you also like to be close to just a chick. And now Who doesn't? Except um, Jeremy. Except Jeremy, yeah. yeah. Nice, Jeremy. Like, come on. Can we'll we get one of those drum sounds? We'll, no, no, no. We'll just move past that. Couldn't figure out, you know, it was a long time we were in Platinum with you and you never came on the dance floor. No. Not once. I did see you on top of the bar one, one time dancing. Yeah, I've done that. Just I've jumped up. But that's times. more of like a show pony sort of thing to do because it's like sort of everyone look at me. Yes. Yes. That's why I DJ. <laughs> Yeah, look, mate, just if any girls are listening to this, uh, you're more than welcome to come over, but you're not staying the night. So uh, That's an issue that we all face in this. Yeah. Is that because you suck in the curtains? I, I do suck in some curtains. You suck in the walls and the ceiling. More so because I like to sleep right in the middle of the bed. Um, you don't even want to like know sharing. how this bloke sets up his bed each night to sleep. So he's got, I've got one, a routine. He's got a routine. It's yeah. fucking weird. He's got one pillow at the top. And then one on the left and then two on the right. So when you're in the middle, hear me out, whichever way you turn, you've got a pillow between your legs. You've got a bumper. You've got a pillow between your legs. Who doesn't sleep with a pillow between their legs? Me. Me. I do. No. And if anyone else is listening to this, having a cold pillow between your legs is unreal. I don't mind it, it actually. It's unreal. Yeah. And then when you switch to the other side, that pillow's cold and ready to go and you just keep going back and forth. (laughs) It's ripper. So you just... It's always the underside of the pillow. Asleep, you, you know how to do that. Well, no, I wake up and move. You wake up and move. So how many times a night do you wake up? Few. Few? I don't count them. I usually yeah. just sleep through the whole night. Do you wake yourself up because you're snoring or... No, no, I've actually never heard myself snore. It's not great. It sucks. Usually because I'm asleep. <laughs> Honestly, we need acreage <laughs> so, so that no one hears him. So, Tom... You've got a, you've got a, you part own a festival. What? Correct. What made you want to start a festival? I, I didn't. It you was, didn't? It was my dad. He, uh, I was playing shows. It was actually, I think I was like 19 and I was actually playing a show somewhere else every weekend getting flown around, which was like cool as, but then I started working for my dad. I was doing his accounting work. I got an E in accounting at school and then I started doing my dad's taxes and accounting and stuff like that, which is, don't know how that works, but... Shows you just... That's why the festival made it. Don't need school. I agree. Uh, anyway, but private is better than public. So uh, I was sitting there with Dad, and he said to me, let's do an event. And I said, no, because we're going to lose lots of money. And he persisted until I caved in. Uh, and then if you ever speak to him and you ask him about how I first used to speak when we were doing the first event, it's very negative. Very, very negative. It's like a bloke I'm sitting next to. Apparently, I'm extremely negative. Yeah, Jeremy is the most negative person I've ever spoken to. Yeah. You put up any idea and it's just slapped back in your face. Yeah, well, I don't really think he speaks that much, so I don't know how negative it can be, but it could be a head shake. Yeah, just the attitude. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, I was very negative, didn't want to do anything, got through the first event, it's pretty good, Um, and then from then on, it was just like, yeah, let's keep doing it. Second run was even better, and then... This year we're doing Melbourne and Gold Coast towards the end of the year. So, that, that kind of brings us into the next topic. What is the plans for the festival this year? So you've got Melbourne, you've got Brisbane. Locations changed a little bit. Um, we're doing Melbourne. Uh, we're looking at doing something very different there that no one's done before. Okay. Which I won't touch on too much because last time I did that, someone stole my idea. Um, okay. That's why we're moving venues again on the Gold Coast. So it'll yep. be a new place there too. Um, so it'll be two events this year. I'm aiming to do the same lineup for both with a big international headliner at both shows. So both states get best of both worlds. <laughs> Thank you. You fucking butchered that. Yeah, I butchered that. Um, yeah, we'll cut we? that out. It's fine. <laughs> Where's the appeal? Thank you for having me. So, Tom, how. Time consuming is it is, is it to set up a festival and like getting artists and stuff? It is just me and my father on the team. 
So I'm guessing you guys putting in all the work. Correct. Because is it hard to get international artists? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, I've only done national artists so okay. far, and that's because um, of COVID. Yeah, but also people don't understand how much these things cost. Yeah, hundred percent. Like my analogy is, for instance, say my final release ticket is a hundred bucks mm-hmm. for a regular person. That's four hours of work. Four <laughs> hours of you working in a whole year pays for your ticket, which gets you ten hours of live entertainment. Mm-hmm. That live entertainment takes me six months to set up and you complain about a $100 ticket price. It's just unreal. But it's it's all the marketing and promotion and stuff like that which gets everything over the line. But it's a massive, massive, massive setup. Like people don't understand how much it goes into it. It's not just, yeah, ring up, you know, Will Sparks be like, yeah, you want to play? You've got to organise everything. It's, it's like there's even fine details that people wouldn't even think about. Like the smallest thing would be I've got to have towels out the back. Like, that's another cost that might cost yeah. me, like, 50 bucks. People don't know that. That's even minor things. There's so much of it. Um, I won't get too much into it because it's pretty boring, but um, it is very, very tricky, and people don't understand how hard it is. I've got a huge question. Jeremy always has the big ones. No, no. Is big there going to be – I don't even like it myself, but I'm just for, the, for everyone else. Is there going to be Great Northern at the next festival? Of course. Super crisp only. <laughs> yes. No, there wasn't any in the last one. Yeah. I wasn't doing the bars at the last one. Um, that was a deal we made with the venue. But uh, this time, I'll be making sure there'll be Great Northern Super Crisp and Great Northern Super Crisp only. Now, Jez, touching on the last festival, because we were there, we did help out a little bit. And yeah, they helped me move one table. Big yeah, table. it was a fucking heavy table. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fucked. And we drank all the piss. Yes. <laughs> our, our own piss. Was it? Oh, yeah. We yeah, yeah, yeah. I told the boys they could bring their own esky because I'm not fucking paying for their drinks. I don't know where that esky's gone. No, it's fucking disappeared yeah, now. It's uh, shout out Billy Marshall. <laughs> or Jackson <laughs> Douglas. Yes. Now, is there something you'd like to touch there's, on? Um, there's a couple of things I'd like to touch on. There were some things that happened at the last festival that I, I don't think you genuinely liked. The first I, one. I, it, it's part of your angry sort of side that we haven't, we don't usually see. I'm, I'm very wrestling calm. with you. The first one I've never seen you angry in my life mm-hmm. was... Um, the bloke jumped on the stage and you were not too happy oh, yeah. about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> I, I saw no, you. No, that bloke got chefed up. That <laughs> bloke got chefed up hard. Don't jump on the stage Did on Tom's Brom- Tom Bromley's uh, festival because you will get fucking rolled. No. Didn't he, like, tackle him off the stairs? Like, yeah, that, so that was his brother. That, yeah, oh, was your brother? My brother was up there, but also, like, a couple of the artist agents were up there, like the guys that manage these big guys. Mm. And this guy ran up on the stage and he just got dropped, man. He got <laughs> absolutely <laughs> dropped by my brother and like two other guys and they got taken out. And uh, I your, was pretty angry. Your brother did grab him and throw him off the stage onto the floor, which is like a yeah, couple good, steps. Yeah, <laughs> did he <laughs> leg it out the back? Uh, no, so this bloke got ushered out the back um, before security got there. And before security got there, I... Uh, had a tantrum. Gave him uh, a good left right. And chased after him, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when he waddles, he moves fast, Tom. So. And the other thing I want to touch on is um, the, well, how hard is it setting up a festival during COVID and also your festival did get stopped? Yes. Yes. This is um, because of COVID. Um, we Let's hope nothing like we this We had to pay, again. I think it was almost five figures for a COVID plan, 92 page COVID plan. And I personally stuck up over 200 individual laminated COVID social distancing, wash your hand signs around the event um, as well by myself. I mean, my brother helped out with some of it, but like majority, like there was a sign every two meters that you walked, Um, had Queensland health come in, proved the event on the day, lady came in fine. And then, um, liquor licensing too big for their boots came in and stopped us for half an hour for social distancing which isn't even up to them but um yeah well i remember putting on the orange liam chucked on the crowd control vest and went out there and started spreading people apart so actually liam did off his chop as well (laughs) 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 yeah no i thought you know this festival is going to get back on because it was kind of shit because it was on your set wasn't it yeah, I was going to miss out on my set. So I yeah. pushed the guys before me. They they got stopped as they were going to start, and then it ran into their set time, which ran into mine, and I was just going to miss out completely. Yeah. And I was, like, devastated. And then I was like, nah, you know what? There's a 20-minute gap. I'm just going to say lockdown, shout-out lockdown. You can start 20 minutes later. I'm playing. 
and I played for 20 minutes, which was enough to get on me pics and vids and stuff. Yeah, no, it was cool. It was awesome, the festival, actually. I enjoyed it. Yeah, well, this we didn't really fit in because, like, my first names. ever festival I've ever been to. This next one will good. be three times bigger, new, new stage, new sound, new venue. Listen to that, guys. If you're ever wanting to head to the Sender Festival, it'll be three times larger this year, according to Tom. Correct part owner of the Send It Festival, and you've just heard that on the 2% podcast. Yeah, baby. Shout out 2%. Yeah, baby. Um, that's pretty much all I got on the, on the festival. Yeah, well, uh, we appreciate um, your DJing. We are yeah. talking about your DJing career and everything that happened in your life. Now it's time to talk about your favourite sport, and I know that you're very invested. You've spent a lot of time. Very passionate. Very passionate, yeah. I, I walk into your room a few times and... Basically, it's just Formula 2, even Formula 3 sometimes. So I want to find out your thoughts on the Formula 1 this year. But before I do that, I want you to talk about last year and sort of Max winning at the end and your thoughts on the whole season yep. as a sort of wrap. I think it ended perfectly. I agree. Yeah. I think Lewis has had enough. You can let someone else have a go. Uh, but they both fought all season, so it was a good year. To be yeah, honest. Uh, either one deserved to win, but I'm glad Max did for a change. Was that the most exciting season you've seen since you started watching? You'd say? Uh, yeah, since I started watching, yeah, yeah, yeah. To come down to the final lap of the yeah. final race of the entire season that you've been watching all year, one lap. So I think like three and a half k's to decide the best driver in the world. Unreal. I thought it was very exciting too. It's one yeah, of the we, we It was like, I think it was like 12.31 in the morning. Yeah. We both had work in the morning and um, me and Liam were like jumping up and down like going, oh, it was like, no. <laughs> it was like one in the morning. When, when the, they came to the last lap and they said, I don't know about the ruling, it's a hot topic in the formula. Oh, okay. It is what it is. Yeah. It was allowed Can't because... It. It's happened. Yeah, they, they're allowed to actually change... The F what is the guy called? The, the FIA, Michael yeah. Massey. You're, he, I think there was something about you. You're allowed to change rules to make the race like safer and make it work better. Um, having those lapped cars in front, while they know Max is just going to gun it, there could have been a huge crash. So yeah. I'm, I'm not surprised they moved them. Yeah, I thought it was decent. Decision. And it was entertaining as well. It was so entertaining. And but the only thing that sucked was that Max had fresh tires and Lewis was. Because of the strategy, well, that, you that never that Red Bull know, was smarter. Yeah, yeah but yeah. I think yeah, I'm not a big drive to survive fan. Not this, not this, this time. This season, this season sucked. Really? Why yeah. is that? No, well, they just focus on fake drama. There's no racing. Ah, I want to see Christian, real Christian Horner show. Yeah, it's the Christian Horner show. Yeah. yeah. Um. So when did you sort of, what age did you sort of like watching F1 passionately? You know, I, I thought it was might have been later. Yeah, I think I was. I started watching when I was sixteen. Okay. Yeah, I played it uh, on my PlayStation when I was younger. But watching it, I was like, yeah, sixteen. Like after I just finished high school. Now you got some good laps yeah. on Xbox. I do. Got some great laps. Any notable times in the world? Um, if anyone is a, a stats man, uh, my Austria uh, lap record. I think it was a one oh two one. Something like that. I'm not sure, but it was it was fucking quick. Does it tell you where you are? Oh, I haven't had a look at that. Haven't had a look. Nah. Top hundred? Nah, no way. No way. No way. Not even top thousand. Not even top. It's pretty shit, if you ask me. Yeah. Um. Now we want to get into your top ten constructors. Um. Your team, where they're going to finish this year? Is one I prepared earlier. Yeah. Who and who wins the title? But before we do that, where is your Favorite track to watch, and where do you want to go the most and watch a live race? I got bucket list. Bucket list, yeah. Monaco Grand Prix trackside apartment. That's all I want to do in my life. Super expensive. Yep. I think I think the cheapest trackside apartment is seventeen thousand dollars a night. A night. A night. And I want to go for all four days. <laughs> 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 Fucking what is that like? <laughs> I don't know, that doesn't inc that's just staying there. That doesn't is that include flights. Australian? Yeah. That okay. doesn't include flights or tickets to the actual event, anything like that. Or well, if you got trackside. No, but I want to go paddock club yeah, too. Yeah. I think that's like ten grand or twenty grand for a, a Damn, four day pass. Shit, Monaco's expensive. Yeah. Isn't it the most expensive city? Yeah, I but think they, so. don't, they, they got, don't they got, got no taxes. taxes. Yeah. yeah, no taxes. That's why everyone lives there. Yeah. So I might move there just to save my five six <laughs> tax every year. <laughs> 
all that tax again back this year. We spoke about it. Yeah. Baby. <laughs> July 1st, ATO, come at me. Literally. No Medicare levy this year because we're being good, young and healthy. Big sesh. Massive sesh. Could be a big sesh. Also, speaking about seshes, Jeremy's parents have gone away this weekend, so uh, I know where I'll be going. Yeah. <laughs> Not there. What are you putting on? Uh, absolutely fuck all. Why is that? Because uh, I'll be at home sleeping. That's the sort of Jeremy we know and love. Yeah. Sounds a bit like Liam. <laughs> <laughs> After an edible. <laughs> a white bang chip. <laughs> Not wrong. I was in Struggle Street last night. I asked Coop. Yeah, oh, mate. I couldn't even walk. Um, so we'll go into our top ten. Now, Jez, you want to sort of kick it off? Do the rules and stuff and the points regarding uh, it? You get a, a point for every position you get right in the top ten. Okay. And most points wins... 50 bucks. 50 bucks. Okay. That's a cut of super crisp. It is. Yeah. So I'm actually qu- kind of confident on mine. I know you watch a lot more than I than I do, but uh yeah, so it's one point for each um team you get in the correct spot and then an extra point for who wins the title. So you saying I'm coming back on this at the end of the year? Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah baby. All Jeremy's right. catchphrase. Yeah, baby. In 10th place. Is this me first? Yeah. Williams. I've also got Williams. Shocking car this year. Shocking. Yeah. I don't think they'll be very good either. Pretty easy one to start off with, but Williams last. Do you think they score any points at all this year? Do you think they get in top 10 once? Yeah, I think Albon goes a ninth place in one race, but that is it. Okay. Ninth place. Haas. No way. Yeah. Oh, Dude, I think Haas are way up there this year. No, uh, I think you. I think you'll be very surprised. I got Alfa Romeo ninth. Nah, they they had a ripping car last week at testing. So did so did Haas. No, Mick Schumacher is still not capable. I like Kevin Magnussen back for Haas. Yeah, Kevin Magnussen's massive, which makes me think different. But I I still think that they're not they're going to be the same. Okay, well I got Alfa Romeo ninth. Alright, eight. Aston Martin. Okay. Okay, I got Alpha Tori, eighth. So everyone's got a different opinion, mate. Yeah, and I'm welcome to it. Um, Is there like a Formula One 360? Because um, Tom was saying Liam reckons he's gonna be on. Yeah, AFL just, uh, 360. I'll just quickly touch on it here. I was listening to episode one on my way here today, and fuck, Liam dribbles some shit. <laughs> Not wrong. <It's laughs> I'm very passionate about my AFL. He should be on AFL 360. I've never heard someone try and go so in depth with no knowledge. It's no knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about someone that likes AFL and doesn't even want to watch their fucking team. Um, Tom, that's who we're talking to there. It is who we're talking to. Hey, Tom. Yeah, mate. Thanks for having me. Uh, what number are we up to? Eight, seven now. Seven. Alpha Romeo. Okay. I've got Haas at seven. Okay. Yeah. I respect that. Yeah. I do respect it. Number six. Alpine. I'm going to ask to Martin at six. Okay. Um, our top... Top five. Our top four, when we get to the top four, we'll, we'll do a little bit of a... More of a... why a breakdown? Yeah, why you've yeah. chosen it. Five. Alpha Tauri. Okay. I've got Alpine at five. Okay. Yep. So now, Jez, would you like to give us a drum roll for the top four? Hit the right button, mate. Hit the right button. Here we go. Hey, top stuff. four. Here we go. <laughs> let's just keep it. Yeah, oh, let's just we're use happy that. With yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, nice. Bit of fairy dust. Bit of Jeremy. Now, Jez. Hello. You want to count us down from four? Or you can't manage that. That's a, that's a fucking big number. <laughs> Number four. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's like, that's good. Yeah. McLaren. Also McLaren. Very nice. Fuck. I think we're going to be the same top four. Um, I don't think we will. Oh, all right. Um, Why did you choose McLaren at four? Now, do you think that there's a chance Ricardo beats Norris this year? There's no luck in hell. Nah. No, nah, neither do nah. I. Unfortunately. As I much w- as I love him, yeah. no. Okay. Three. Oh, I'd rather Jeremy do it. Yeah, that's fucked. Uh, you just yeah. me fucking <laughs> whole spot. All right, we'll, we'll go back to you, Jess. Can you give us a number? Can we get a number three? Oh, Ooh. come on. Feel a bit toe in here. <laughs> Ferrari. Mercedes. Mercedes? Yeah. All right. Okay. The reason I've chosen Mercedes at three is I think Ferrari will 
have a really good car. And I just haven't liked what Lewis Hamilton's come out and said. I know he says bad stuff all the time about Mercedes, but especially when he says we're not in a position to win, yeah. uh, I don't like that. And I think Ferrari have made massive adjustments this year too. Mercedes have been sandbagging like crazy, which yeah. is like basically they're not showing their potential until qualifying. Yeah. Um, which, you know, is a hopefully a good thing in their eyes. But I think that I think they'll come back and he will go pole at Bahrain. I don't want him to, but yep. I think that's what will happen. Um, but, yeah, I've got Ferrari in third. Okay. Number two. Mercedes. I have Ferrari at two. Ferrari at two. Yeah. So it's respectable. I, I just – I think um, just the way Max is racing, he, he will take – Drivers champion again, um, but I still think that Perez has got it in him to keep enough points away from George Russell. How do you think George Russell will go this year? Oh, we'll see, mate. I've got no idea. Yeah, because I mean, this is a completely different car. George has been driving like shitty Williams. Their old turbo hybrid model that that they've had for six years, and now this is completely different. So we'll see what happens. It'll be exciting. It'll be good to see. But I think he'll like do a Bottas. There'll be some races where he comes like eighth. Yeah. So. Okay. I'm a bit disappointed because you basically already said you're number ones. Well, there's only one team left. Yeah, yeah. but I'm going to do it anyway. Number one, baby, let's fucking go. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Let's try it. Let's try it. Number one. So we're both Red Bull. Yeah, we are both Red yeah. Bull. No, I reckon they've, they've got to do them. Yeah, I think uh, after last year, they're just going to improve on that car. I think and they stopped developing their car at three quarters of the way through the season anyway, so they could focus on this year. Yeah. So I think, uh, I think they got it in the bag. I see good things at Red Bull. I think... It's going to come down to Perez, um, whether they win the constructors. Mexican Minister of Defence. It's just basically... You know, after what he did in um, Abu Dhabi, yeah. blocking off Hamilton, yeah. someone changed his Wikipedia page to Mexican Minister of Defence. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Dude, he did so good. Yeah, it was He's unreal. Like, was it like six seconds, one lap? Yeah, and he, yeah you see, I think Lewis was like 20 seconds ahead of Max and Perez slowed him all the way down to one second. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, so... Who do you who do you have winning it? Obviously, probably got the same people. I got Max. I got Max winning. Yeah, yeah. so could could be um, it's gonna be close for the fifty bucks, I think. But um, I'm quietly confident in my team. So, and my predictions. Do we want to get into another bet that we have going? It's just quite down over there, man. All right. Yeah, just quite down. So I'll just let you guys take it. Yeah, you know, Rory's. We can get into the fan questions now, mate. Fan questions. So we're up to the fan questions, and then this is a really stable part of our podcast because it invites fans. Week. From the outside world that don't particularly know us to get to know someone that we don't really know as well. So um, the fan questions, yeah, it's a it's a great stage of this pod- podcast. Yes. So from Cooper from Southport. Cooper from Southport I might know him. He wants to know about your bet. My bet. Your bet oh, with you. Your uh, two bet. I think this is what I was about to touch on. Yeah. yeah okay. Yes. Um, so I think I think this is how it works. So we've got I'm Hawthorne for life. Been a Hawthorne fan since I come out of my mother. And I'm Carlton for life. Been a Carlton fan. And I'm Essendon for life, but I'm not a part of the bet. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. I don't remember asking. Anyway, um, we have a bet that this year there's there's two bets. I think is there two bets or is there one bet? We can make it two. Well, okay. So the main bet is. Yeah. Whichever team finishes above the other team, so if just for instance, say if Hawthorne finishes on top of Carlton this year, Liam must buy us a room at the casino for the night. Correct. <laughs> and obviously, other way around, if, if Carlton finishes on top of Hawthorne, I'll buy the room, but um, I won't have to. I honestly think he should just buy the room now. Uh, I don't know if you listened to the first podcast, I'm saying you were before, but uh, Liam has Hawthorne coming Bottom wooden of the spoon. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard it at home. Look, you also said I've got Hawthorne down there. Yeah, I had Hawthorne coming second last. So Who's who I, you got coming last? Uh, North Melbourne. Okay. But I honestly think North Melbourne win this week against Hawthorne. So. Well, yeah. we, we've just lost two players to COVID. Yeah, that's shit anyway. Uh, Wim, that also does remind me. You, uh, we were in Melbourne a couple of weeks ago. And we did um, <laughs> we did meet some fine lass <laughs> out at the... She was a cheeseburger stunner. <laughs> out at the casino. <laughs> and... Um, the reason she came over to us was because I was wearing my Essendon hat and she was yeah. an Essendon supporter. A bit disappointing. But um, you did also... Uh, I was going for a mum. <laughs> you did also make a deal with this fine lass. Now, 
I don't think it'll really she was, she matter was, anymore. Let him talk. Let him talk. Keep going. I want to hear this. <laughs> Go on. No, you. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, well, no, you're telling the story. No, no. I just said um, you've also got a um, a bet with with a this random lady with this fine lass. What was that bet? I do have and what does it entail? It entails that if Carlton beat Essendon this year. Oh, at three hundred bucks. Uh she owes me three hundred bucks, and I owe her three hundred bucks if Essendon beat Carlton. Do you know her name? Yes. Oh. Yeah, he did add her on Instagram and message her, and she never messaged him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that sounds like Liam. <laughs> sounds like you lately. <laughs> what are you talking about? You you have about you come over. Hey, like third time's a charm, mate. Two failed attempts. Well, they're not failed, but well, they at least liked it. She didn't even like mine. Yeah. Oh well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> One up. All right, we might just we might go on to the next question. All right, next fan question. The next fan question is um, it's from Dean from Mount Gravatt. Dean from Mount Gravatt. Hello, Dean. Um, it's a very valid question. Um, I like it because he also does the same thing. So the question is, when do you plan to stop clubbing now that you're 23? <laughs> it's a solid question from Dean uh, from Mount Gravatt. Yeah, I don't. Uh, keep going. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't want to stop. No. Okay. Fair. Fair enough. I actually, I had last weekend off. Oh, is, there, is there a reason you don't want to stop or ripping time with the boys? I it actually is. have a good time. It's it's fun. Yeah, when I get invited. Um. Yeah. yeah right. What's been up with that? You guys yeah. haven't inv- been inviting Jez at all anywhere. I'm just not that fun. I'm Seriously. just gonna. I'll put it right out there. This bloke won't even come to dinner at the pub with the boys. What makes you think he's going to come clubbing? Well, maybe he does want to go, but just in, he's been talking to me just backstage a little bit, and he's been a bit disappointed. You've been talking to him backstage? Yeah, look, just outside of the podcast room. It doesn't usually fucking happen. Yeah. Um, no, nah, look, the reason I don't go to the pub with you blokes is because uh, you all have at least two beers, and the next step is uh, we're in a nightclub in the middle of butt fuck nowhere. No, that, only happens, that only happens on a Monday. Yeah, yeah only Monday night. And so we'll look, go to dinner tonight. Yeah, nah. Oh, yeah, nah. Um, Not happy. Uh, next question is from Trent from Lee's. And Trent. Trent, Trent wants to know what your old Xbox Live name used to be. All right. And what happened to it? All right. I want the real story <laughs> and the fake story. Yeah. Both okay. stories, please. All right. Or just whatever story you've got for us. Uh, no, I'll give you the real story. Yeah. Uh, I was in Melbourne. Playing, I brought my Xbox, staying at my uncle's house. My uncle gave my parents and I the house for the weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was playing a bit of Fortnite back when it was OG. We are all OG Fortnite players, we are. by the way. Um, did we get our first dub together? Game. We did. We I, did. I remember Tom first used to just... Fortnite dub stay together. Yeah, Tom used to just camp and when, when we'd all die, he'd, he'd be the clutch, but he'd would, never actually would, get a kill. I would clutch it. No, I would clutch up. I'd save my clips and, and post them on my Instagram story. Anyway, uh, yeah, my play was just, you know, you stand in the lobby, you got your name over your head. Uh, my gamer tag at the time was Tom Loves Coke. Obviously talking about, you know, Coca-Cola better than Pepsi. Yeah. It is better than Pepsi, you're right. Uh, and so Tom Loves especially, Coke? Especially Vanilla. Yeah, that was the gamer tag. Uh, okay. And my dad's seen it and he's uh, said, what's that? I said, it's my online username. And he said, you got to change that, mate. Uh, so I blamed it on Liam. Changing my game tag to that. Uh, and I said the story was because I poured a... No, he poured... Oh, it was either me or him poured a bottle of Coca-Cola over someone else's head. <laughs> so get around that. Well, I get blamed for so much shit, eh? You should hear Dean's fucking... When he tells his parents... Oh, I'm just saying at Liam's. Comes home like 5am Monday morning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Karen and Stip, if you're listening to this, you sounds a gremlin. Yeah. <laughs> An absolute gremlin. <laughs> you think I'm bad? He's a gremlin. <laughs> <laughs> now, the last question is a bit of a special one. It's from outside Australia, and we okay. don't usually get um, questions from outside Australia. But it's Jackson from Jacksonville. Ah, hello, Jackson. Jackson from Jacksonville. Isn't that weird living in the same place, that, like your name? Maybe you moved there. Maybe you did. We could I have would. been born there. No, nah, no. Nah. We don't discriminate around here. Come on, Jez. Um, and don't call him he either. Fair enough. Sorry. Sorry about that. Them. Talk us through the fear. I don't know how he knows this. Yeah, honestly don't know how he knows it either, but it, get around it. 
The word must just must be out. Talk us through the feeling when you kicked a goal and didn't have to do a nudie run at the end of oh, the year for Coomera. I could sit here and talk about this all day. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, we'll start off with the nudie run. So the nudie run is something you have to do. It's around a 400-meter oval, um, all naked, butt naked. All the boys have to do it. Now, it's not gay because everyone's doing it. But if you don't kick a goal during the season, you have to do a nudie run at the end of the year. Now, Tom? I'm staring across the table at someone that I've seen run naked around an oval. His name is Jeremy. And boy, did I love it. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he did. Did you run faster because you're naked or slower? Actually, um, I ran with Dean Glover because uh, he had a broken leg at the time. Okay. He was hopping. It was a bit of a hop, step and a jump. Yeah, they held hands while they ran yeah, around Yeah, we the held hands while we ran around so the oval. So no oval. coverage? No, um, no, nah, nah, no coverage. Uh, it was it was actually fun. It was, it was very nice. Good... Good breeze. Was it? There was a good breeze. I I do remember. I have videos on my phone. It was very chilly, but you were running, so yeah, we won't blame that. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, Tom, <laughs> what about your goal, mate? Yeah. So let me talk you through it. Yeah. I think we're in. Byron. Was it Ballina? No, I thought it was Byron. It might have been Byron or Ballina. Either yeah. way. I'd just come back. Uh, I had to work every Saturday for a month, so I missed four games. I've been picked for the team. I've come back. I think it's, it's the, first. the third quarter. Mm-hmm. Inside the 50. Ball is just a bit more ahead of the square. Mm-hmm. I'm about, yeah, about maybe 30, 35 metres out from goals. Ball comes flying out of a tackle straight to me. Snap it on the side, straight through the sticks. The first thing that's gone through my mind is my Dax are staying on. How good. We love that. How good. That's all I was talking about. <laughs> and then obviously for the rest of the season, I went on about how I kicked a goal. So Didn't do anything else for no. the team. Just kicked one goal and it's the only thing you needed to no, do. I snagged another. I snagged another later yeah. on in the season. Did you? Yeah. I thought you only kicked one. No, no. I kicked two. You could have given me the other goal. I think I might have kicked three. I think I kicked three. Really? I kicked about three goals for the whole yeah. season. You could have given me a goal if you kicked three. <laughs> I kicked two in play and I kicked one off a set shot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I kicked, I think I was about the same three. I don't think I kicked two. Well, I do remember um, the last game of the season we had against Rubina. I played a pretty decent game. Oh, that was Ripper. Mm. Yeah, and me, Liam and Cooper go on the three-way coach. Yeah, we were coaching. You didn't give me any tips, but um, I was. there was like a minute left in the game and I'm screaming down from the halfback flank, pointing... To the square, someone's got the ball on the wing, and I'm pointing, give me the ball. They've kicked it to me. It's just gone over my fingertips, and all I'm thinking is, I've just dropped a goal, and I have to put me ducks down in a couple of weeks, and I'm yeah. not happy about and it. And you were happy about it in the end. Yeah, he was stoked. It was, it was a great run. <laughs> I've never seen you run so hard, Jess. No, I didn't run hard at all. I, like I will say, but down. that was a ripping performance from him that game. Yeah, that was great. It was the man of the match. Great game. I gave, you the, I gave you the votes, didn't I? Yeah, I got. um. All three votes for that one. Yeah, you yeah. did. Lucky enough, I was coaching. Yeah, I probably wouldn't have got it otherwise. <laughs> All right, I think that's going to wrap us up. Well, I do have another question. Oh, this is a question from me, from uh, Jeremy from Gold Coast. Jeremy from Gold Coast. Yeah, actually, Jeremy from Darwin. <laughs> um, what I want to know is there is a big wrestling contest you used to have. <laughs> I want to know who the current winner is. Yeah, I'll tell you, it's me. It's me. No. Oh. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's oh. me. Okay, I was actually thinking about this in the shower before I came here. We have an in-house wrestling competition. Cooper's oh, the winner, Might I add, he's 20 kgs larger than me. I don't know what the score is at the moment. I know that I'm in front. No, he's not. The last if anything, it's a draw because he won the other night. Like, I'll give you a draw. It's even, Stevens. I won, like, five off the bat. No, no. no. Anyway, I don't know who this bloke is, uh, but... We have an in-house wrestling competition. I know that I won the other night. You did win. I tapped. I, I did win. But I won the other night before that. We're in the car park, scattered. We've been drinking at the footy in the Emerald Lakes Tavern car I'd like park. like to say he started this and it's all false. And I said to Liam, let's do a scrum. And he's put me in a headlock and started to choke me. So I had no other choice but to tap. That doesn't count. It's He tapped. Headlock in the tavern car park after I've asked for a scrum. Shout out Emerald Lakes. Shout out Emerald Lakes. Yeah, for being closed. Yes. When we needed them Very the most. Yeah, yeah. Nice. We're trying to kick on after the nine footy o'clock. and the, the pub shut at nine o'clock. You know, it's so ridiculous. then we ventured to nightcap. We did yeah, venture to nightcap. And then we ventured to bedroom nightclub on a Monday. 
It was a great night. It was a great night. Yeah, it was pretty average. Didn't like it. No, no, it was actually a great no, night. Don't tell me no we don't invite you because Jeremy joined us the whole time. Yeah, only because he won 400 bucks in draft stars. Yeah. <laughs> Still haven't taken that out. It's down to like 200 bucks now. <laughs> Um, you got a draft stars for the Carlton Richmond game then uh yeah, game tonight. I'll be putting on two. Two? Yes. I think this is a year of uh, you know, the same game multis. One leg fails, cash back. Up to fifty bucks. You should be an advert man. Yeah. You should do the ad libs for this show. Skirt. <laughs> cash back up to Yeah, baby. <laughs> yeet, yeet, yeah. Can you give us one good yeah, baby? Yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> we love those around here. Um, so, Tom, you're going to be putting on a few same-game multis this year? I will be. Every game, we don't miss it. One, One leg fails. fails. Yes, correct. Is yeah, there, um, if you want to see them, they'll be on my Instagram story every single time. Sweet. With one cross next to them every single time? Yes. Is there one player you put in every single multi, no matter what? Is there one player that McCray? just fucks you every time? McRae for 30 disposals Yeah, every that's, time. that's pretty good. Is there one player that just fucks you every time? Yes, Harrison Jones from Essendon will <laughs> never, ever, ever be put back in one of my models ever again. Fair enough. He can't kick a goal to save his life. Uh, anyone you put in that always fucks you? Uh, always fucks me. Um, I'm feeling Rosie. Oh, actually. Rosie. Virgin. For me. <laughs> yeah, Virgin. <laughs> <laughs> Roll the tape. <laughs> That's fucked. No, no. Um, Dunkley is one I always put in for... 25 disposals. But Petrarca, always 25 and a goal. Okay. Without fail. Nah, he's, he's screwed me on a goal before, but he's very reliable. Very I got, reliable. I got a good some good tips for the Carlton game tonight, so if you want to. Yeah, we can just stop now. Yeah, no yeah, one wants to yeah, hear Thanks it. for having me, boys. Appreciate it. No worries. I think that is going to wrap us up. Tom, would you like to do the outro? Uh, yep. Thanks for listening. To the 2% <laughs> podcast. This is Tom, and he is 98% of the podcast. Thank you. There we go. 2% out. This podcast is brought to you by Platinum Standard uh, Grading. The future uh, of grading milk has arrived. Like real milk. This tastes like full cream milk. And only 2, 2, 2% two, two fat. <laughs>